Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Kate Zynard. Today on the podcast, we're diving into the hot topic of bad sewing habits. We're talking shortcuts you know you shouldn't take, but you do anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, as always, we'll share a little something in our Sew Inspo segment. Before we jump in, though, how's everybody doing? doing okay yeah just (laughs) just hanging just hanging getting through the day I did some sewing though this week which was oh awesome super nice it was well it well again I I work very well in a deadline so it was like uh kind of my sister-in-law's baby shower so Jay's little cousin so I made uh I made her a robe like for the hospital because I just like lived in mine and then I made her like a matching um blanket and like one side is so I made it like double gauze it's like this dusty rose like double gauze and then I made her a matching baby blanket that's like half of it's that and then the other half is just like um sleeping bunnies in like clouds so because they don't know what they're having so it could be like boy it's I mean it's so stupid anyway with you know like the blue or the pink but you know (laughs) but uh but it's like a blue and pink blanket so it's kind of cute so cute very (laughs) it's it's really I was more drawn to the sleeping bunnies so yeah so I made those and that was like super fun but it was quite the (laughs) quite the feat with Jay he's just in this stage right now where he even just needs to like it's hard for even like Julian sometimes to hold him he just he's like being velcro baby right now so yeah. I've been baby wrapping him and sewing and keeping him in the room and it's it's he's a nice company but sometimes I'm like I'm just needing to get through this and then I'll tend to you and then I'm like just running back and forth yeah <laughs> yeah it's nice to 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 make something yeah and just so our listeners know Jay is our special guest again this yes morning and uh, you might hear a little a little commentary from him yes. yeah and if you hear a fart it's jay it's not me oh there's something just so cute about a little baby fart though <laughs> yeah agreed Well, um, I have a little, little bit of a story. I, I did a market two days ago and I'm sitting there, I'm setting up, I'm getting ready. I'm putting like little fairy lights onto my canopy and I drop one of the clamps I'm using, bend over to pick it up. And Mark's like, Kate, you have a hole in your pants. Ah, and I'm like, oh, no. and I'm like, oh, Mark, this is the second time I've worn these pants. These are my new market pants. There's no way. And he's like, yeah, you've split out your back seam. Ah, um, sure enough, I had a like six, six inch oh. split in my butt seam. And I'm like, oh, crap. What do I do? Because this market hasn't even started yet. We're not 
that far away from home, but it's like, it's like a good 20 minutes and I'm like, Oh God. And we're surrounded by stores. We're at a, we're at a shopping center and I'm like, can I get into, you know, Macy's and find something that will actually fit me and look decent for, you know, in the amount of time I have before this starts. And I'm just like, frozen in like absolute panic like what do I do and my final solution was to take my extra uh tablecloth and make myself a hip wrap that kind of went over the pants they clashed perfect they clashed so bad there was one that was like this like light olive green and the other one was like bright green and I'm like well I guess this is what I'm wearing and I don't think anybody noticed except my mom who's like what are you wearing? And I'm like, I blew out my butt seam. I'm yeah. wearing something that will c- cover that up. That's what I'm doing. She's like, oh, because the colors. I'm like, I know they clash. This is what I've got. <laughs> this is oh, the that's best funny. scenario, mom. That is, yeah. that is so funny. Yeah. So yeah. that is what happened to me. Um, obviously, I will be, uh, I haven't actually done it yet, but number one on my sewing list is to sew that back up with like four layers of reinforcement stitching. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that was my, my me made um, madness from this weekend. Yeah. Um, I think that that is some creative problem solving. I felt like it wasn't too bad. Mark actually yeah. went up and down the market to see if anybody was selling like sarongs or something like that. Yeah. Oh, um, but nobody right. was. But then I happened to look down and realize that, you know, we have a we have a small table yeah. that we keep like the cash box and stuff on. And we usually put that tablecloth on there and I hadn't put it on yet. And I'm like, okay, that'll do. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Way to oh. go. There's just something so funny about like splitting your pants. It's I really know, funny. except I know it, it's hilarious in retrospect. It is oh, no, awful in the moment when you're in just like, yeah, you're just like I am st- standing here surrounded by strangers to whom I want to sell things, and my butt is exposed. Yeah, <laughs> were you wearing fun underwear at least? Uh, no, I do not think I was. <laughs> at least not in the back <laughs> i i feel like it happens like that happens to my kids like my little boys a booker just um broke the butt seam in one of his pairs of shorts but the funniest story i have is that desi one time we were at, like at this skate park with like a concrete ramp and he was just sliding and sliding and sliding down it and he got up and he had worn two little holes in his um <laughs> shorts and his undies oh no he had done it so much oh that it is was so cute it was so cute like that's one of my favorite desi stories oh, oh my gosh that's that. adorable that is it adorable happens. it happens oh yeah definitely. it happens and mm-hmm. and like i said i i i don't know what was wrong with that seam maybe it just yeah had a late weak spot or something but you know, I, I found my solution. I did okay. But the other thing is, I don't know when it happened. So I, I'm i sitting here like, was it already split when I put the pants on? Did it actually oh split God. at the last market? When I did know, this yeah. happen? Or had it split a little bit and I just split it more, like getting into the car? Or You'll never what? know. I'll never know. <laughs> I'll never I'll know. Never I just know. have to sit here and wonder how much my butt was exposed to various people <laughs> over the course of the last couple of weeks. They're welcome. Just Yeah, they're right. Welcome. They're welcome. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's funny. So funny stuff y'all mm-hmm. I thought so I thought that I was I was sitting there I was like I need to tell this on the podcast yeah because yeah. I it's a me made and it's something I that happened to me and I think everybody needs to hear about it and I, I mean her, it's happened to so many people oh yeah I mean I, I've 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 definitely almost done that like it like the I've stressed the stream the mm-hmm. seam a lot and had to re-sew multiple times on multiple pants so I feel like you're in good company oh yeah for sure I mean I had it happen once at the grocery store 
which was not the best place to happen, but it was right after I was done with working my convention. And so I was like, well, at least I didn't break at the convention. And that one, actually, it wasn't the seam itself that broke. It was the fabric right next to the seam just gave. It was denim, and it just went bleh. I think that happens a lot. I do, too. Well, let's talk about some new sewing patterns, shall we? Some let's new, do that. New releases, new to us releases. Um, I did find one this week um, that I was pretty excited about. And I think this one has been out for a little bit, but it's the Felix Top by Spaghetti Western Sewing. And um, this one is so cute. It is like a little popover style top with like so a half placket collar um and cuffs if you want them and i think the idea is that you can make the collar and the cuffs with a contrasting fabric just for like mm-hmm. added interest and it, and it definitely kind of has a vintage vibe i've also seen it sewn in a solid color and it's just really cute you know it's like it's kind of a nice in between the like kind of casual camp shirt and a full button-up collared shirt it's like a mm-hmm. nice um, midway between that and I think it's just really cute really different and really wearable so it, it yeah it's yeah super cute um very very Amanda yeah totally it's boxy um yeah and there is something a little vintage about it mm-hmm. um which I really do appreciate yeah it's kind of it's kind of got that elevated polo look almost yeah it, I think it is definitely it's like a woven polo shirt look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love like the drawing how they did like the placket in like a fabric in yes. like the, the the technical yeah the con- the contrast is so cute all right well um as I'm sure you could tell Jay is being a little bit loud so Meg uh muted herself but she'll be back I'm sure as soon as he's calmed down um in the meantime, I guess I'll do mine. Yeah. Um, I have, I uh, found the um, So Love Patterns Riley Top, which is a cute little, not exactly spaghetti strap. They're about, um, I think about an inch wide strap top, pretty basic, um, s- sort of basic, like almost tube shape, but you know, not like a tube top tube top I don't know I'm having trouble describing it at this point cute little woven top very boxy it's got elastic across the back so that you know it it's comfortable it moves with you that sort of thing I just think it's really cute and uh summery so that was my pick totally I'm seeing that this style a lot this summer um I don't know if it's I mean, it's kind of got like a little bit of a throwback slash hippie mm-hmm. vibe with just like that straight across the bust mm-hmm. and across the back. But this one's really cute. I really like the idea of elastic just in the back because otherwise yeah. you have to get the fit like so perfect and it's not right. It's not super comfortable, but the elastic is a really nice touch, I think, with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's got a little little bit of a 60s vibe that I appreciate. Yeah. And I yeah. think it could be I think it could be a really cute dress too. Absolutely. I'm seeing the dress version as well. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's a perfect mm-hmm. sundress. I think. Yeah. Really cute. Yeah. I know. I love this top. I'm definitely going to add this to my to my list. And I like how it, for the top you can still it's it's breastfeeding friendly. If I were to make it a dress, <laughs> right? Yeah, the dress would out. be a little harder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, I feel like you could sew that so quickly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's. It's. It, I nice. think it says that it's. You know, it's very friendly for a beginner seamstress. Which totally. You know, we're not, but sometimes you like a, you like a, easy so like mm-hmm. most of the time um, yeah like most of the time we like easy sews. <laughs> yes yes this also reminds me I made several tops like this when I was a teenager like I did I made them in just like a plain cotton and then I did some like patchwork ones um in mm-hmm. my true like hippie days um so it's kind of like I don't know I think I like it even more because it reminds me of some of those early yeah. projects I made 
I think it's, it's I think it's actually great for showing off a really cute print. Totally. Oh yeah. And, and great for showing off yardage too. Yeah, totally. Just scraps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little little leftovers. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as I saw this pattern from LB Textiles, the Hom wrap dress and jumpsuit, I was just like, I I immediately purchased it and it's mm-hmm. already printed. Nice. <laughs> Again, I just have an obsession with buying and printing pattern. It's all I do. Like, oh my gosh. It's actually one of my bad habits. It's excessive pattern printing until I need to. <laughs> but I was just like obsessed with this. Like, I love how you can make it a jumpsuit. And again, I'm just looking for things that are, you know, um, breastfeeding friendly. And um, yeah, I I just love this. And I can't can't wait to make it. It looks relatively easy to sew, too. Um and I just think it's so cute. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is just the back attached and the front wraps yes. around? Okay, cool. Yes. That's neat. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's super neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I'm sure you could definitely make it like a two piece for yeah. sure. So you could mix and match it. But uh, sometimes I just like the comfort of like the the jumpsuit uh, or the dress for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what I did yep. recently, I turned um, two of my envelope, like Chris Wood's envelope dresses into two pieces. I cut them in half and made them a top and bottom mm-hmm. so I could wear them uh, this summer. But then my mom noticed I was wearing my one that's like black and like white squiggle print and she she wanted it. So and she rarely likes things that I make or, you know, is happy with like how she's all about like how they how they feel on her she's friends really hot so she likes to wear really cool things so yeah she wore it to um yeah wore it to the baby shower yesterday it's so nice for her to wear something that I made so that's yeah that's awesome that's really smart I mean y'all know how I feel about separates and I, I do that all the time to my um dresses like cut them in half rarely do I have enough to like I either have to like sacrifice the top to make a skirt or yeah. the other way around, but mm-hmm. it's kind of nice when you can yeah. make a matching separates. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the good thing about the, the envelope dress. It's like a maxi length. So now yeah. it's like, you it's got a lot to work like with. a more midi, like knee length skirt. So mm-hmm. yeah. So Cute. maybe one day I'll get around to making this. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We can always hope. Yes, we, we can, can always hope. All right. Well, let's we can take a quick break and then we can jump into some of our little bad habits that we have in the sewing studio. And I think this is going to be really fun, funny, funny conversation. Yes, yes for sure. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When doing anything for any amount of time, bad habits can start to form. So let's dive into all our little dirty little secrets of sewing. So let's kick it off by saying, like, what is a bad habit? And I think, like, we're all here to say, like, is it even really, like, that, like, bad, you know? Like, it's sometimes it's just what you do. Like, who's to say, like, what's, like, really bad or what's good? It's just kind of, you know. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I think... Oh, go ahead, Amanda. I was just going to say, I think it depends too on like, 
how much of a stickler you are. Like, exactly. you learn to sew it, to sew mm-hmm. in, like, a really formal setting, you know, you might have different feelings about it um, than, than if you, like, learn to sew from a relative, which is definitely right. my situation. And, like, you don't even know if you're doing it wrong. And it's working. So, you know, I think that that's the moment where it's like, is it really bad? I'd yeah. say that, like, if it's going to potentially cause you bodily harm, it's bad. Yeah. And yeah, I have one of definitely. those. <laughs> um, right. For, yeah. <laughs> for me, it goes back to the buzzwords that I've been hearing a lot at my new job just because, you know, I'm in a setting where the words get said a lot. Best practices. Yeah. And uh... I think I think that there is kind of a set of best practices for sewing that are kind of like agreed upon amongst most sewists Uh and if you deviate from the best practices that's what's defined as a bad sewing habit on the other hand I think that some sewists have like really really elevated ideas of what the best practices are and you sit there and you look at the the idea of what they think you've got to do and you're like oh come on (laughs) That nobody does that. Like the guy who taught me, who insisted that you draw your seam lines onto your fabric oh, and then stitch yeah. on the seam lines. You know, like nobody thinks that's a best practice. That's ridiculous. But, um, but I think it. I yeah, I think it comes down to the idea of what you're supposed to do versus what you actually do. And I think in the end, if your if your project gets made and you're happy with it then that's the only thing that's really important but you know deviating from best practices that is what i think a bad habit is yeah so corporate like it's so our best it's so corporate and i i mean i hate the fact that i just said it like five times but but it is it's it's such a it's such a buzzword and it's it's actually a, a useful it's a useful term and sometimes it's used very passive aggressively, um, at least mm-hmm. in my world. But it's also, you know, it's it's a way to describe something that, you know, it sounds more official than this is the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Because who says, right? I know. But it, people yeah. must define best practices. Mm-hmm. Even like oh, I'm starting to read some like baby sleep books. It's like I, like I'm even yeah. no, oh. I'm forming some bad habits with like Jay. Like, oh, you can just like I just didn't feel like like he stayed up with me, just like sleeping with me while I like watched the Real House. I just like needed some time. I was like, this is probably isn't the best, but I'm like whatever. <laughs> like not best practice, but you know what? You know. I think when you're a new mom, <laughs> the best practice is whatever gets you through. Yeah, and gets you what you need sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like oh. Anyways, yeah. So should we dive into the nitty gritty? I was just like thinking of more and adding some. <laughs> you know, we were getting ready for this episode, and I was like, actually, I can't really think of that many. That's and then I, I saw your list, and I was like, oh, I do all those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Meg, Meg start. Meg was the first person to put down her list, and so yeah, I'm totally eyeing it and being like, oh yeah, that's totally one of mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we definitely have one in common. It's all not stay stitching. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I know. It's just. I oh. mean, if I'm if I'm making something that I'm like really putting a lot of thought and effort into and it says stay stitch this, I'll be like, okay, fine. I'll stay stitch it. But most of the time I'm like, it'll be fine. It's not going to stretch that much. Come on. I know. Yeah. yeah. And it depends on the fabric too. Like exactly. it's something that's like really you think going to get out of whack. But most of the time I'm doing like pretty structured wovens. Like mm-hmm. I was thinking really the only time that I've, that I see this is if I'm making a button up and it's you're stay stitching the collar so it doesn't stretch out. But again, like I don't use fabrics that stretch a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. So, and I haven't been burned yet. So I think that's the, the key for me i'll probably still do it until it like leads to until it gets yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) for sure Mm -hmm. all right so maybe i'll just list mine that we can each list and then we can just discuss Mm -hmm. so yeah mine's not stay stitching and then not 
hand sewing, like just, I don't know. Yeah. Just those little things. And then not using the proper water in my iron. The amount of like that, those. <laughs> the build up. The build up. Like it's, mine's pretty chunky right now. My iron. <laughs> you know, anyways. Yeah. And then excessive pattern printing. I just. You know, I should really just wait to print it until I'm ready to cut and sew it. And then not perfectly paying attention to grain lines. Like rarely yep. do I get out my ruler and like make sure that it's perfectly parallel. To the, I'm just like, this looks about right. Mm. And and along with that, it's like, I don't know if it's a bad habit or it's just, I never like, again, look at cutting layouts or like, like I'm not, I just kind of cut as I go. Like I probably could save a bit more fat if I really, you know, looked at the cutting layout and really like took my time laying it. I just want to get to sewing it. So kind yeah, of some cutting things. For I sure. Yeah, for that sure. Too. It's like not even not paying attention to it. Sometimes I just, you know, do the opposite or like mm-hmm. cheat it a little bit to give myself yep. a little bit of room. But again, depends on the fabric and like, sometimes you just know yep. it's going to be okay. And yeah, sometimes you'll do it and it'll be a bad decision, but mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not the best with grain lines. I do usually use my ruler to align them, but I'm not I don't spend a lot of time making sure that like they're folded exactly right. Mm-hmm. So I'm never quite sure how how the um grain lines actually going to turn out. <laughs> yeah. That's another one actually, like anything that says to like trace it and and cut it flat instead of on the fold like I'm I'm pretty bad about doing that yeah I just like cut it at once and I take the piece with it cut and I just put it again and so I'm like cutting out like two of them that's Mm -hmm. what I do yeah (laughs) oh yeah it's uh yeah and like I don't know I like the effort of actually finding a perfect grain line is ridiculous like the pulling the thread and all of that stuff oh god it's like I'm not gonna do this for you know some like light summer blouse I'm gonna wear close enough is close enough Mm -hmm. you know it also depends on the print that if you're working with a print like or like if it's a gingham or something and there's like vertical lines and horizontal lines then I'll maybe pay a little bit more attention um but if it's a solid like all bets are off. Oh, yeah. All right. Do you want to hear mine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I also started with not stay stitching, just absolutely copying Meg. Um, I don't always pull out the pins as I sew. Mm-hmm. Um, I I try to, um, but I usually, well, I sometimes just kind of stop doing it or I skip some. I'm like, and you know, at some moments it's like really important to have it like really holding in place when you're stitching over it. And then I just justify it to myself. But, you know, sometimes it's like, "Eh, I'm just too lazy to pull that one. And I'm not, it's not my favorite thing. I kind of prefer sewing a straight, um, a straight seam without having to worry about stopping or pausing. And I, I don't have the rhythm down to do it without stopping or pausing. Um, so as we talked about in the last episode, I don't always pre-wash. Um, oh, I forgot that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely me. <laughs> I've also been known to take pressing shortcuts, you know, instead of getting out the ham and pressing, like, oh, uh, yeah. the curves oh. really nicely and stuff. I just kind of fake it. Um, and uh, sometimes I stitch. I get, like, especially if I'm doing a hem or something and it's pre-pressed, I start stitching really fast and I get kind of careless and it gets kind of wavery and wobbly and yeah. does some funky things that it wouldn't do if I would just slow down a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got not on everything, but on certain uh, certain straight things, especially long ones, I tend to have a heavy, heavy foot on the pedal. So, um those are those are the ones that I remembered. I'm sure I'll come up with some others as we continue to talk. I know. I've already thought of more. Like, yeah, I know. I just keep adding to my list. Yeah. Um, mine is definitely sewing over pins. I've gotten better because I think that like talking about it on the show and just yeah. reading about it, I've felt more guilty about it. Because for a long, long time, 
I didn't know that was wrong because my mom yes. taught me that way. And like, nope. I, I don't know if it's like the way that it used to be done um, more because I've, I think I've shared on here before that like the way that I learned to put in um, to set in sleeves was not to do a gathering stitch, but to do like a bazillion pins and like kind of oh. half the ease as you put the pins mm -hmm. in and it works really well and it's super quick, but you, but you sew over the pins. So again, I don't know if it changed as like sewing machines became fancier and the timing maybe became more finicky or if it's better, if it's easier with mechanical machines. Although I feel like it's, you can also throw off the timing of mechanical machines easily too. Um, but I'm with you, Kate. I feel like there are moments where it's like, I really want it, everything to stay aligned and I need it to. Like if you're like sewing on a collar, mm -hmm. um, you really need everything in place. So oh, yeah. I will, I will occasionally just do it because I feel like it's, it's the better scenario. Do I break a lot of needles? Yes. Are all my pins like bent and like nicked? Yes. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> it still works for me. Um, Speaking of needles, um, I just remembered I don't change my needles off nearly often enough. Oh, I'm an okay, over needle changer. That's a that's a you? good habit I have. I have a, a we should do an episode like good sewing habits. Like I'm I always new project new need. I'm very good at that. That's so. awesome. We should I, do a good habit episode. If we think of it, we could like tack it onto this too, just as a way to like redeem ourselves. Yeah, balance it out. <laughs> right. Um. I am not, I only change my needles a lot because I break so many. Mm. <laughs> um, let's see. We talked about stay stitching. My, my, probably my habit that I'm, that I hate the most is cutting it too close with yardage. I am forever a make it work yep. kind of person, but you know, sometimes I'm like, have to put up the, a seam up the back of something. And I'm like, why did I? invest money in this project if I'm not even going to like do it right. And I yeah. mean, a seam up the back is not the end of the world. It's just like, if you've gone to the trouble of like getting new fabric for the project and getting mm -hmm. your pattern ready, it's like, it just feels yeah. like I should probably learn my lesson and just invest $5 more and get even a little bit more fabric than I think I'll need. Like smart people do it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But We'll see when that one uh, comes to fruition, if I can really conquer that one. The other really bad habit I have is not securing my serger threads after stitching. I don't know that I've done it a single time. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's because, like, in my mind, maybe, like, I, I'm you. I think I actually am usually stitching over those serger theme seams again with you know another seam line that secures those stitches I, I don't know where where do y'all land on this one I never do anything to my serger threads um I just sew them off snip them close and then yeah assume that I'm going to hold them in place with something or if they're just finishing off edges that if they unravel a little bit it's not going to be a big deal yeah it's basically okay. where I am yeah, only if it's like a lot of times with swimwear and some knits and stuff. If you're put, they're pre-bound and stuff, I'll do the one where you wrap it, it into the seam. Yeah, that one's really easy. Like I would never like you. You see the ones where it's like you thread the hand, so you thread, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh gosh, no, <laughs> just <laughs> wrapping it into the seam. Um, so I I I actually fairly do that one a lot when it's when it's like that is kind of like going to be the edge or it's not going to be sewn into something. Um, so yeah, that's smart. I should learn that trick. I'm definitely thinking more about the other scenario with the hand sewing needle and even yeah. like some like, um, fray stop or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just, I never go to those lengths. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. When I saw serger threads in your list, I was like, Oh yeah, no, I never like, change them to like perfectly match either oh, no, but like that's that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've got my I've got my serger thread tricks you know where yeah. you where yep. you find something that matches halfway decent for the oh, loopers yep. and then you leave the straight stitches something that's mm -hmm. you know not too far off but you don't worry too much about getting that 
you know, uh-huh. you like you don't want them white on black or anything like that, but uh-huh. um, you don't see the straight stitches nearly as much, so it's not as big a deal. Yeah. My trick is like a nice medium gray for everything. I that, that's a good one. Because I, I can't remember where I learned that one, but like it it definitely if you can get the right gray, like the right shade, I do feel like it disappears against it's, most things. This one right here. Yeah, I have one. I think this one's a little light though. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We're showing not a science. I yeah. Know. Definitely not. I know. I just quickly have two more that I thought of. It mine is throwing cut threads on the ground instead of into a garbage can. Mm. Oh yeah, and it gets stuck in my like chair sure. wheels, and not picking up pins when I know I hear them drop and I go, oh, I'll just do that later. Because <laughs> like yes. now, like once I'm gonna have like this little one crawling around, I need to. I really need to be a lot more diligent about like needles and pins on the ground. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. (laughs) You know, the way that I, I'm the same with scraps too. Like I have a, the trash can in my sewing room, it has a lid. So you have to open it. And it's like, I'm just going to put it on the floor. (laughs) And the way that I justify it is because I've thought about it a lot. um, Is that like, my time is my most precious sewing resource. Oh, I like that. And so, like, if if it's just easier oh, to just that. toss it and clean it up later, like, that's probably more efficient than, like, going to the trash can every single time I need it. So. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. All these, like, really elaborate ways to justify my, like, terribly uh-huh. unclean sewing space. Yes. Well, and, you know, that the way I keep from dropping all of my threads on the floor, which was kind of how I learned because in the theater, you know, you just do that and then you sweep up at the end of the day right. and it's fine. Um, I That's why I keep a specific thing on my sewing table that uh-huh. is for thread scraps. The, the fabric scraps I actually have to, you know, throw in my trash can, but it's pretty close by. It doesn't have a lid, so that's not much yeah. of an issue. But one of the ways I keep a bunch of thread off my floor is making sure that there's something right here yeah. for it. I know. Yeah, I should take my own advice. I wrote a, you know, uh project in one of the magazines. It's like make your own thread catcher. I'm like, I have it. I should just Oh. Then lastly mine's like dart tips. I like do a little back stitch instead of like you know, go off and leave that and then knot them twice. Oh, <laughs> you know? that, that is one of my good sewing habits. Oh, I yes, always knot my dart tips. It's very surprising coming from me, I feel like. Like, uh-huh. but okay. I do that. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So I used to do it, but now I, 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 cause I think I did it once. I'm like, oh, I can't. And I just now I, I, I don't. So, all right. Yeah. All right. So, which bad habit do you wish not to stop? Like, you're like, I know it's bad, but I like, you know, I'm going to just let myself continue doing that. Cause it either, you know, it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's most of them. Um, I'm okay with most of my bad habits. I don't, I don't feel like I need to do a lot more stay stitching. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like I need to like dedicate myself to my pressing ham or anything. And I feel like yeah. I pre-wash sufficiently for what I need. Um, so I'm I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with some of my bad habits, with most of my bad habits, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, I, Amanda? I'm the same way. I've, I've got, I've got one on the list. Like, I'll just say it like the cutting it too close with yardage has really been bugging me lately. Yeah. Um, Cause I've also like just sewing on the business side too. Like it's, smart to be mindful of yardage but at the same time there's a point at which like it's just you know creative solution after creative solution and I'm like this is just it's not it's it's a it's a waste of my mental energy like if I would just cut enough um so I think I think that's the one that's probably most likely to be that I that I need to work on um But it is, yeah. I mean, it's related to just like buying fabric. And I feel like sometimes I've, you know, bought the recommended yardage for a garment and it's like so much extra. And I'm like, why did I waste my money? Because I could have done it this way. But, um, but yeah, 
after years after years, I feel like it's, it may be better to just give my brain a break and do the mm -hmm. recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's a little stressful. I mean, it's stressful to like have to make it work, you know? I don't, yeah. I don't mind it usually, but. Yeah. Yeah. Most of mine, I'm like, you know, getting around stage stitching, not hand sewing as much. I'm like, fine. And like, not, you know, paying attention so close to grain line. Like those ones, like, I'm fine with just, with just letting, letting those ones slide because, yeah. you know, because now I have like my time again, like you, Amanda, and yeah. I'm sure like everybody, um, like I only have so much time to <laughs> between um, his pacifier coming out of his mouth and you know me just yeah. putting it back in. <laughs> You're right. Usually that's what's. I'm like Jay. You could have just kept it in your mouth and we. I could have finished the seam and you could have yeah. not cried and oh oh so cute but um, yeah so most of mine I don't wish to stop because they're just, I guess they're just, a lot of them, again, they're just time shortcuts and time is so precious. It really yes. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So now let's talk about which bad habit are you working <laughs> on breaking? Oh, J I know. No. <laughs> Crying. No. On this. <laughs> like, oh, there's one. Um, like I never close the fridge fully. I need to break that one because it's, <laughs> really annoys uh yeah but, yeah but I think the one that I really want to work on breaking it's just it's just really annoying me lately is my is my iron water it's yeah. just I it's gotten to where it's like when I it's like the what do they call it? like there it's just I need to I need to clean it out and then only use like distilled water in yeah. my eye <laughs> because yeah. it's really bugging me um and julian now we because he has a cpap machine now so we always have distilled water where we did it before so there's really no mm -hmm. excuse for me because before it was like i have to go and get what just my iron so oh jay he wants that too i know like, come on mom Aww. you can do it yeah well for me um the thing that I'd like to work on is the stitching fast and carelessly. Um, I want to work on um, just not being like the hem is when I get the hem done, I'll be done with this, this project. I'm going to do it as fast as I can. I want to take that, you know, extra like 30 seconds that would probably be slow down a little bit and make sure it's nice, nice straight seam. Um, so yes, I need to work on not, not running so hard for the finish line. Uh, definitely that for me too. I feel like hems, like in particular, I'm just done by the time I do them. Yes. So I'm either like leave jeans unhemmed for like three years or like do a not great finish because yeah. I'm just ready to be done. Totally. That could have gone on my list. Um, Yeah. I think I think for me, yeah, the just the yardage, being mindful about that is really the only thing that I've got my um, my eye on breaking. As long as we're just talking about sewing bad habits, if we're going to expand out to life bad habits. That's going to need another. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. We're we're not going to get into life bad habits right now. <laughs> <I> <laughs> we mean, don't we have could. time. No, there's not enough time on this day for that. Exactly. Meg, you're still muted. Oh. You're back. I'm back. Yeah, sorry. I muted myself. Well, I settled Jay. He's good now. And we can give ourselves all a pat on the back. And let's talk about bad habits that we have conquered. And then let's end it off with just some good, you know, habits that that we that we have as well to kind of make ourselves feel better. Yes. better. <laughs> um, mine is that I have stopped putting pens in my mouth. Mm. and because I um, chipped a tooth and like there's this whole and I and I think about this a lot like um, there's something called Taylor's teeth I think we've talked about this before, yeah we where, like, I didn't know about it until you brought it up but they yeah would, like find skulls of like long dead people and like you could tell that a person was a tailor because they had put pins in the front of their mouth and I totally have that. Um, and I was like, 
this is like someday someone's gonna find my body and know that I was so is really really morbid but then I chipped my tooth and I was like okay I'm done I've also read like enough horror stories about people like accidentally inhaling pins oh yeah doing that. and I usually use ones that have like a big head on them so it'd be a little bit harder to do that maybe but like I'm really glad that I don't do that anymore it's I I feel like it was um yeah, just a bad habit, and and I I I think yeah, like I said at the beginning, I think it's a bad habit if you're going to potentially do bodily harm. Yes, so yes. like as one category of bad habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I think it's more of a philosophical thing, but for I I spend a lot of time being really worried about imperfections in my yes. sewing. And um, getting over that and learning to accept that nothing is ever going to be perfect and mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter and nobody's going to be looking close enough to care anyway. Um, that that was the bad habit that I, well, that, that was the good habit I have established from breaking the bad habit of caring too much about perfection and, you know, did I sew on the lines and all of that stuff that I don't worry about anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Mine is a bad habit that I've conquered kind of. I'm a lot better at like sewing machine maintenance, like actually taking Mm. out my bobbin case and like cleaning out like the dust. Like I've been getting so much better at that and oiling my machine. So I feel like I've definitely conquered that. Like every couple projects I like really take off the plate and vacuum out all the stuff. And so that's one I'm proud that I've, because that was a real bad habit of mine. Like it was... Mm -hmm like like didn't even know like how to you know do those things until yeah yeah. I I have to say I feel like we've talked about it a little bit like oiling your machine and now I'm working on largely just like a mechanical yep semi-industrial where it's like really like I can't remember what the recommendation is but it's like every six hours of sewing puts oil in it but now I've used it so much that I can hear when it needs oil. You, yep. And mm-hmm. I, can, I should probably be doing it before that point, but like <laughs> I remember to do it and it, and it worked and I was like, the squeaky wheel gets yeah, the oil. Right? Exactly. Like I, I think it, I think it was, it wasn't ever in dire shape, but, um, but it is hard to keep track of that. Like six to 10 hours of sewing. Is that like continuous sewing? Am I keeping notes? No, like just kind of, doing the best you can but that's that's one for me too meg thank you for reminding me of that good one yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. that's still a bad one for me i'm still not very good with my <laughs> maintenance <laughs> yeah i'm a proud new owner of sewing machine oil <laughs> yeah <laughs> like first time i ever bought it yeah so. I'll say, I'll yep. say, in my all my years of sewing i was like i've never actually i know sewing machine oil well, before some machines you're no, not supposed to oil like there's or there's self-oiling but yeah yeah there's I think there's a lot about sewing machines that I don't fully know and fully understand even after because you just you're using them as like a means to an end and like yeah. you know until something goes wrong of course exactly right. mm-hmm. all right what's now one good sewing habit that we each have I tie my dart tips there we go that's that. A, that is a good one Mm-hmm. I do too, and I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt because I'm proud of <laughs> so my dart. Not that I actually make a lot of darted things oh, not anymore. Right? Like I just, I just don't. I say pre-washing is still. I'm pretty surprised that's, at myself about that one. And that's um, good for you. Yeah, yeah good for me. I, I'm, yeah. I'm still working on that one. <laughs> Mine is I'm like a really good like like press like I really press everything oh I press I'm always back and forth like I'm, I never like don't like press a seam after I sew it I always either press it open one way I like I'm that probably goes in with my eye because I, I am on my iron so much like mm-hmm. I'm constantly back and forth so I am really good at pressing and like pressing even the yardage after I set like I don't know so that's yeah I'm well and pressing while I'm sewing and and I I do I don't skip I don't skip pressing ever. Like I said, I might take a shortcut and oh, like yeah, do yeah. a curve not on the ham or something. But yeah, that that is a good habit as well that I don't skip seam pressing. Unless yeah. 
actually that's not true sometimes i do on knits but yeah yeah yeah. Uh you know speaking of irons i wanted to share too that like i i'm a pretty i'm a pretty big presser like i will I, i press most things before i move to the next step um and i had this really big nice iron actually that i had um gotten after my time of working with so news brought it home and it's big and heavy but it was like did nice um nice presses and like it was really great and then I realized that like I was pressing so much and doing so much you know production work for my business that it was really hurting my wrist because it was oh, so heavy so heavy I yeah. just not really like thought about that until I guess I was doing it really repeatedly wow. so I switched back to like my $13 like cheap iron that I'm fairly certain I got at the grocery store like 15 <laughs> years ago and it it's it's not as like heavy and nice and satisfying but like my wrist doesn't you gotta hurt. save your wrist yeah, yeah you gotta save yeah. your wrist so, you gotta think about your body and for sure. I I feel like that is like that is normally not my mode I would go for like the biggest and the best but like in this case the lighter mm-hmm. weight thing kind of wins out mm-hmm. so just <sighs> wanted to share that little life mm-hmm. tidbit oh yeah. And then that just made me think of another bad habit. It's pop my posture. <laughs> the oh, God. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, God. I bet, like, honestly, we could, like, probably still find, like, we could talk for another hour. Just like, oh, I have another one. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I feel like we should leave it at this. Or I know. Yes, okay. Let's just cut bad. ourselves off before okay. we, like, <laughs> All right. make ourselves feel too bad. Um, we're cutting so ourselves off. We're cutting we're, ourselves off. We're taking a break, and then we will no, come it's... back and talk so, Joe. So it's Bo. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back and ready for our Sew Inspo segment. So what's giving us our sewing inspiration today? Amanda, why don't you start us off? All right, well, I just did a market yesterday, and I think I'm due for like a little sewing for work break, which I know, which times perfectly with some other sewing needs for back to school, including my um some garments for my daughter she's I've shared this before she's she's kind of into the flared leggings with an oversized t-shirt or oversized sweatshirt look so and she keeps like slowly stealing all of mine that I have been using for roller skating um Mm. and just hanging out so I think I'm I have a pattern I've I drafted one for myself a while ago and it mostly fits her as well because she's almost as tall as I am So I am going to make her a few pairs uh, in preparation for back to school. And I'm kind of excited about it. Like, I feel like last time I 
took a break and went back to sewing knits and I was like, what the heck is going on here? I was so <laughs> rusty from doing wovens for so long. So right. there, there will probably be some of that, but um, they're not, it's not a hard sew. And I know she will, she'll feel good in her me made um, flare leggings for back to school. So it's a win. Yeah. Is she, uh, is she still in elementary school? She's starting middle school. <gasps> I thought that might be the case. Oh she my gosh. She's starting middle school. And she is definitely like, she has her own like fashion sense and I love it. Um, That's so cute. And That's awesome. I think she's, she's becoming more aware of it too, as she kind of gets ready for middle school and has like a little bit of anxiety about that as most kiddos do because uh, mm-hmm. it's a big change. So yeah, I think maybe maybe some mama maids, like as long as, you know, until mama maids aren't cool anymore, which will happen at some point, I'm right. sure. Um, I'm going to, I'll do what I can to make her feel good and confident. Oh, I love that. Awesome. Yeah. But I will say that the term back to school just gives me, I'm like, that means like summer ending. I'm like, I oh my know. gosh. I don't know. This year I'm having a hard time letting go. I, I think it's because it, Maybe it just took so long for it to feel like summer here, especially in Colorado. Like, yeah, I feel like it's been summer for like three weeks. I know. So maybe that's it. I just realized I'm really kind of dreading back to school. I mean, it it doesn't have to mean like end of summer fun totally, but it definitely just not ready. Yeah. Not ready. (laughs) Well, how about you, Meg? Um, do you have any plans for sewing going forward? I mean, obviously I, you have millions. I but... do. I I have these little pants cut out for Jay, and they're like golf pants. Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> 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 that's me. Like that's me. That's me. I have the. I I do want to do more sewing um, for him because uh, he's like now kind of growing out of newborn size, but he's not quite fitting into like. He's just kind of in between, like. Mm-hmm. He's, he's small um like for his age so he's just kind of not in three to six months and so i just need to make him some clothes so but i have these golf pants cut out and they are adorable yes. so i need to stitch those up so i'm gonna just sew more for jay because it's so it's so fun and easy because it's just like so small yardage and yeah. quick sews and it's like i can easily like strap him on and sew it like from start to finish and then it's just so cute when he's yeah. out and about and i was like oh and i made an outfit so just more sewing for jay all right awesome those sound adorable um so you guys i have been so busy the past few weeks i have had um i have had two markets i've had family in town i've had extra hours or I've been working extra hours at work. So I had the hours to spend to take off for my market. And I just, I feel like I haven't had a moment to myself in the past two weeks. So, um, all I've got right now, the only thing I've got right now is I'm going to fix the butt seam on my pants. The butt seam. That's what I'm going to do. That you. is my, so that is what I am inspired to do because I want to wear them again in another, I guess, three weeks, but I think I can do that before three weeks is up <laughs> honestly like kudos because I feel like that's the kind of stuff that sits around for me and I'm yes like, I don't want to do that but I see the appeal of like a nice quick fix and you can yeah them again and 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 you know yeah. it's it's part of my market capsule so yeah, it's really exactly. important to me that I be able to wear them to my next market exactly um, so mm-hmm. that's where I am yeah like yay yeah. Now we're yeah. at two for two podcast episodes that put Jay to sleep. So that's awesome. Yeah. No, oh, that's we're heading in the car soon. We're going to my friend's house for a pool day. So he'll just sleep in the car. So perfect. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Well, he was a good guest. Yes, he, he was. was. He, he always was is good. a good guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. That was a great episode. Yeah, it was. I it was a lot of fun. I hope I hope everybody's had some I don't know, feels better about their bad sewing habits hearing all about ours. And yeah. uh please feel free to uh you know, tell us your bad sewing habits. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do they say? Misery loves company. It's like Misery bad habits also company. Yeah. Bad habits also love company. Yes. Because <laughs> we are not particularly miserable. Um, no, no. That I'm aware of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
All right. Thanks for talking to me, guys. And Mm -hmm. thanks to our listeners for listening. And until next time, let's sew. Let's sew. Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zynard. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here-we-sew-again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time.